and what's going on everyone welcome back to another episode of what is this hidden no this is a uh, business pleasure it's a business pleasure my name is john francis and i'm the co-owner of the clarendon co where we source distribute undo all these amazing things when it comes to clothing and uh, beside me is the beautiful babe also known as color i haven't heard that word in a while eh babe yeah, people don't use bae as much as they used to before, right? It's crazy how, like, words become trendy just like clothing in a way, right? Yeah. Right? But if this is your first time checking out Business Pleasure, this is where we take some time, review our previous week, and also just talk about our relationship here and there, how things are coming along. So, the way we always start off Business Pleasure is Colette, how was you? Um, it was good. I missed you. Mm-hmm. We were in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. That's OT. For those that don't know, OT means out of town. Yeah, you're like away game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I missed you. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. That was your week? No, that was just my most yeah, so, week. So okay, well, about the rest of the week, um, I don't know, I was just working, doing stuff for Clarendon Co. You know, I felt, I, I personally feel like I was in, like, a little bit of, like, a business rut. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just kind of, like, annoyed isn't the right word, but just, like, just going along with the motions yeah it's like Mm -hmm. oh geez doing the same thing all the time yeah yeah that's kind of how i felt this week but i feel out of it now i don't know i was talking about june 1st i feel kind of like kicked me out of it yeah i feel like reinvigorated excited you know ready to go ready to what are you doing ready to rock yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i feel good too because i i I know you and i talked to bomb previously about how like myself personally like this is the first time where I'm like a full-time business owner so like just adjusting to that transition of working at the five and doing this on a longer on a long-term basis and just how like that affects me personally you know what I mean and sometimes you forget it's like yes we are passionate about the business yes we are passionate about some of the goals that we want and yes we do find this rewarding but sometimes it's just boring it's monotonous it's tiring it's overwhelming you know and that's okay and I feel sometimes enough, like, we don't talk enough about, like, yeah, the business may be going well, but how do I feel? How am I handling the success of this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I still, like, super motivated? Am I still, do I still have, like, the right um, admirations towards the business as I did before and everything, too? And it's like, sometimes we forget that, like, we are human and sometimes we change. Like, you know, our emotions go in waves. Sometimes we feel, like, so happy about things and, like, want like we're so excited there's some days just like oh i gotta do this again yeah yeah you know so and i and i feel like uh i actually wrote it that was what my article was about mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. it's like sometimes like i feel like when you get into like entrepreneurship honestly i've never been able to say that word but mm-hmm. you know what i mean when you like venture into like being an entrepreneur like you you started out as like yeah i don't want to work my like mundane and boring like nine to five job and then like you get kind of like sucked into like the everyday grind of it and like we're always told like yeah in order to be like a successful business owner like you have to wake up before everyone else and go to bed later than everyone else and it's like yeah that's true but that also doesn't mean like run yourself ragged and run yourself into Mm -hmm. the ground and end up hating what you do Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day like your business it starts and stops with you so like if you're not in the best especially as a small business like yeah like if you're not in the best like state of mind whether that be like 
mentally, emotionally, and physically, it's going to be hard for you to work and hard for you to do the things that you need to do for your business in order for it to be successful. Yeah. And like, I feel like just that idea of like running yourself ragged is like something that we've been told constantly as mm-hmm. business well, owners. It's a part of being a business owner. And it's like maybe for some people it is. Maybe for some people, but at the end of the day, like we all have the same twenty-four hours. Like Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, they all had the same 24 hours when they were starting their businesses. And of course, like, yeah, there are going to be some long nights and long days, but sometimes you have to, like, take even if it's 10, 15 minutes out of your day just for yourself. Like, do something just for you, even an hour, you know? An hour away is not going to be the end-all, be-all of your business. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? So So I think think for, for me now, personally, it's just, like, trying to find that middle ground, like what you're saying, and the moderation of, like, Yes, like we still have to quote unquote be the first people up, last people to go to bed. But how can we do that in a way that's like suitable and still like gratifying for our personality, you know? Because mm-hmm. as much as like this is a business and like of course you want to make money, you still want to enjoy some of the process. I don't expect that like, yeah, I should be always happy about doing this. I should be so excited about posting. I should be so excited about um, putting packages together. No, but find, I, 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 for me, I'm re- refining my purpose into like why I don't want to work 9 to 5 yeah. and sometimes you forget that it's like sometimes you, you get into this mental trap and you're like well I gotta just focus on this and block everything else out and just be so dedicated to this business you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's like yeah you can do that but like don't lose who you are along the way yeah. and I felt like sometimes I'll just like am I just gonna become the guy that just like does clothing for the rest of their life cause like cause like you know what's so funny we have like all these long term goals and we forget like Sometimes being in the lull, not being as inspired, is a part of the journey to get to that goal. Yeah. Like, you know, and, like, that's okay. I'm, like, I, I'm constantly telling myself, like, it's okay sometimes, like, I don't feel happy about running this. I think when I stop recognizing that, that's when you have a huge issue. And, like, I think the biggest thing is, like, you do, you say this a lot, too, is, like, just being grateful. Like, even though you aren't necessarily happy about, like posting every single day be grateful for the fact that you can't what you know what i mean like be grateful for the fact that you actually do have the opportunity to not work your nine-to-five job mm. and do something that you're passionate mm. about you know what i mean like, N- not being also to talk about um, um entrepreneurship privilege yeah because like you know what i mean like we have all this privilege that we forget about yeah and, like we almost take for granted it's like what you just said like oh yeah i should be grateful. like i don't have to the next five anymore, yeah you know like I mean? it's like we live in like one of the best countries in the world mm-hmm. like not everyone has the ability to be like you know what i like selling vintage clothing i'm gonna open a vintage clothing business some people like live in a third world country where it's like no like you can't do what you enjoy you can't do what you like mm-hmm. you have to do what puts food on the table and mm-hmm. and a roof over your head and like that's that you know mm-hmm. and that's your life so it's like every day is not going to be a la la land of excitement but like you at least have to be grateful for the journey that you're on mm-hmm. like it could be so different no 100 percent, man and i think for me is that like i'm happy that i'm relearning that again yeah and it's like you know what i mean sometimes we forget it's like well i already know this like i shouldn't feel this way whatever like get over it and it's like sometimes your emotions trick you and put you in a place that you don't want to be yeah you know what i mean and it's like it's nice that like at least I have a business partner where it's like, hey, like, you know, like, yeah, it's fine that you feel that way, but hey, but don't forget X, Y, and Z, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I think it's good, like, I think everyone should, when they do, when they first start their small business, they should start it with someone else. Because, like, not necessarily, of course, it's going to allow the, the business to be more efficient, you guys have more hands in the pot or whatever, but sometimes, like, it's good to have someone there with you along the journey because, like, you may get lost 
within the business and sometimes you need someone else to pull you out and vice versa you know so i think it's always important to like try and have some type of community within the business you have or some type of like social setting where you can like talk to people discuss about like how you feel sometimes because sometimes it's like you you may have a successful business where it's like a great system but things may go down because of you not necessarily because of this not necessarily because of this business or system you have in place yeah you know yeah, it's like you are the most important factor in a lot of the cases. So mm-hmm. you got to make sure that you are okay as well, not just your business. No, 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 100%, 100%. But I think overall, though, like, I'm excited because, like, this is the first time, like I said, like, in, like, my ninth month, my ninth month anniversary, like, running this business full time. And I think for the most part, it actually has been, like, really good. It's actually funny because, like, I didn't want to have too much expectations going into this like running it full time yeah. but I but I know that I surpassed all of them you know what I mean for me my whole thing was like yo John just be consistent with everything and you know the results will show and I definitely we have you know like since September you know 7,000 new followers you know more sales you know doing more events we're getting more interaction with our audience you know building our audience and everything you know mm-hmm. so I think that's constantly important is that like we took the big leap on running this business full time and it's actually paying off so it's like, I'm excited because like if if within nine months we kind of see where we're going, imagine like in 90 months. Yeah, we're gonna be. and I think it's also really important to find those like small victories within the actual moment because mm. I feel like as people and as people running a business, like it's so easy to get like caught up in our goals and get caught up in like, yeah, like I'll be happy when this happens mm. or I'll feel at peace when this happens or I'll feel like I'm successful when I get here and it's like, you have to enjoy and take in your actual successes at, for where you are at the moment, you know what I mean? Because if you're constantly searching for something, constantly chasing a goal, you're never gonna be satisfied. Yeah, it's always gonna, gonna be right. something else, because when you get that goal, it's gonna be like, okay, what's next? What's yeah. next? Yeah, what's and I think next? that's where my mind was, you know what I mean? I was so yeah. focused on like the next goal, the next opportunity, that I forgot to be humble and just really be grateful to be put in this position that we're currently in you know mm-hmm. and like you get lost in the sauce sometimes but you get lost in the sauce but it's okay mm-hmm. i have a good business partner to help me out um but one thing i think we were talking to someone kind of had like they asked them like yo how do you know if it's profitable for you to fly to new york or to do a trip in detroit or you know we're like this past weekend in vancouver we have a really complicated system for this so you guys are going to be really impressed you think so I was being sarcastic. I was like, what? I was like, I actually, that was good sarcasm. You were like, like, that was really good sarcasm. Um, to be honest with you guys, babe, let them know the. Honestly, we just try it out. Yeah, like, try it <laughs> We just go. Like, as long as we can afford the trip and as long as it's not going to, like, break the bank, yeah. we just go. And it, and it makes sense to, like, do those further further trips for the most part when it comes to, like the further trips away that are like outside of Ontario we do like a general assessment so yeah. our general assessment consists of do people like the stuff that we sell in this area yes. do we have people that purchase stuff that we sell from this area if the answer is yes to both of those we go yeah we obviously and, uh, and we, we'll do like a little more background the stuff too like like we'll look at the previous events yeah like mm-hmm. previous can you sorry, stop sorry, playing sorry. with that? Like previous events, stuff like that, and seeing how many followers that previous event on Instagram has and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like 
just general stuff that are kind of common sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't really do anything that in depth. We just try it out. Obviously, we do our best to keep like cost costs low, low. Like, low. We're not going to get like a yeah. first class ticket. In <laughs> ticket. Like that. A lot um, of when it comes to like the cost and the expenses, right? How do you feel about like? about logistics stuff together i feel like over the years you've gotten so much better at it you know what i mean honestly the logistics is actually really easy mm. i just like make sure i find the cheapest everything mm. um usually you're the only one going because yeah. that's everything in half right yeah. um whenever it's far events like anything like international or like far across canada any any plane tickets essentially mm -hmm. it's only you going um yeah, I just basically you just go from point A to point B and you do all the steps in between. So obviously the first thing is booking the event, right? And a lot of the times what I do is like I'll confirm the event a couple of weeks before I actually buy the ticket because I don't want to get the ticket and then like a week before the event the well, organizers canceled. are like actually due to unforeseen circumstances we have to cancel the event no, 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 you know no, what no. I mean and, and you know I'm not buying a, a ticket with insurance so so I usually will confirm the event like two weeks before whenever I'm buying the ticket just to make sure that everything's all good set to go then I go and get the cheapest tickets possible trying to make it like make sense like I'll try not to do like a bunch of connecting flights on the way there because then if you have a bunch of connecting flights there's an increased chance that your luggage is going to get lost mm. so like usually on the way there i'll try to just do one direct flight on the way back if it's one connection that's okay but on the way there just one flight um that's books and then i get the uh location so i just do like easy map quest i'll do um like an airbnb location to the event i usually try to get it around 15 minutes yeah, 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 yeah. so that like the uber cost isn't too high mm -hmm. um and then i'll also do the airbnb location and distance to like the airport and stuff like that to yeah, make sure yeah. that it's not too far away as well and then yeah book all that book the the flight back home i, I usually try to do the flight back home on the same day as the event so just like an evening flight yeah yeah so like, again we don't pay as much as that for the airbnb yeah mm -hmm. giving you time to just like set like break down put all your stuff away and yeah, then leave off back to the airport and yeah so it's yeah. actually pretty straightforward it's really yeah. easy mm -hmm. it's just like a lot of just like map questing <laughs> yeah and making sure that things aren't too far away from each other and just finding stuff that's cheap yeah no 100 percent. and i think like when it's an outsider looks at the stuff that we do it's going to be new to them so they might be like oh my gosh like these guys are doing some really technical stuff but it's like just like planning a vacation yeah. essentially it's like, really you know, just like planning a vacation just make sure that you double check triple check everything mm -hmm. make sure that everything's booked and then yeah you're good to go no worries from that point on no 100 percent um one thing that i'm starting to realize though like while i was telling you earlier every major city is more or less the same you know what i mean like they more or less all look the same people are generally roughly all the same some people have more money some people have less money some cities are a bit bigger some are a bit more dense yeah. but toronto's the best guys toronto's the best for me like i've realized like what i like about toronto and what i like about other cities for instance like i love new york because it has like that really greedy hustlers mentality like if you want to make it you can and i love to vancouver because like the scenery i really like how like they, they have like a really strong environmental base there mm -hmm. so like i literally felt like i was like in a rainforest the whole time which was really cool but Toronto, man, it, you just can't beat it. Like, I grew up here my whole life, so for me, I'm a bit biased. But Toronto, is a, it's, it's the best of everything. Like, it's not too gritty, so you don't really have, like, the roughness of New York. And it's not really pretty like Vancouver. Like, Toronto's, like, literally, like, that nice medium place, you know. We have a little bit of scenery, but nothing over the top. We, have, we can hustle here and you can make money, but it's not no New York, you know. Like, it's not too dense. It's not too crowded. 
Like, you know, we have a good transportation system, kind of, sort of, in a way. TTC, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, so it's, it's cool that, like, this this um, business gives us the opportunity to travel and check out different cities. Because realistically, like, I, without, like, kind of cold, there's no reason I would have went to Texas. There's no reason I would have went to Vancouver. Boston. In Boston. Chicago, like, you know what I mean? Everywhere. So, I think it's really nice that, like, within a business, you're also able to, like, finish other life goals you know like yeah. some people like to travel some people like check out different cultures and yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. so i think with the business like again like that's another thing i could like start becoming more grateful of yeah. the fact is like hey like i get to experience different shit i get to like say i've been here i've done that i've, I've checked this out I'm like oh yeah that's a cool city and maybe. i understand that especially when you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. especially like we always want to talk about like work-life balance and all that mm-hmm. stuff right but like when you're an entrepreneur, like there isn't really this disconnect between your life and your business life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that is the whole point of becoming an entrepreneur because you want to be your own business, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want to kind of encompass everything that your business is doing and vice versa. Oh, yeah, for sure. So like when you're doing things for business, like take a moment and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Take a moment and be like, hey, like I'm in Vancouver. Like what's something that I can do for free? Like mm-hmm. maybe I'll go on like a free nature walk. Like something. you don't have to pay someone to go on a walk. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I'll, like, go to this, like, conservation area and look at, I don't know, Canadian geese. I don't know. Yeah, do something, yeah, yeah. like, that you find interesting, that you find fun, that still fits into your budget, and that is obviously part of, like, your business trip. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you might as well enjoy it because it is part of your life. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that's what one of the unfortunate things is sometimes. It's, like, when we do go to these cities, it's, like, we're passerbyers, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And there's, like, 24 hours and out, like, you know, you sleep for eight hours. So, like, you only have really 16 hours mm-hmm. to, like, really try and experience the city. Mm-hmm. Then the event is for eight hours. Mm-hmm. So, that other eight hours, it's, like, okay, well, I still need to run some errands. I made to the airport on time back, mm-hmm. right? So, it's literally just in and out. But still, like, to have that time to experience things, I think, is important. Because who knows? Maybe one day, like, you know what? Let's go back on vacation. Let's go check yeah. it out. You know what I mean? So, that's always really, really dope. Um, one thing that's hard about like doing trips and doing shows is that sometimes the inventory gets so messed up because like we, we try to be as detailed as possible when it comes to like what has sold but sometimes it's just like oh my gosh like we literally have to go through all the inventory again right to figure out what we still have yeah exactly so the one unfortunate thing about vintage clothing I would say especially coming from someone that was in retail is like for instance if you work at Foot Locker and you're dealing with shoes now Let's say Foot Locker has 10 different pairs of shoes. All they got to worry about is the sizes now, right? Where with us, it's literally every single item, we have to worry about the size and the style because it's only one of one. You know what I mean? So it's like literally extra work for us because like every week we're getting, like every three days we're getting like brand new products, brand new items that we constantly have to take photos of, Mm -hmm. ensure that it's like packed away neatly. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so I think the way we handle inventory, it works for us. I, I think I think I don't think it's the best, no. but but it definitely works for us. I think it works for us for right now. As we start to scale up and get oh, larger, wow. we're gonna have to figure something else out. I kind of already have something in in my mind so for, for for bigger, but like it's it's honestly it's so time consuming yeah. that it, it doesn't make sense for right now, especially yeah. with only like what three hundred to five hundred pieces. Yeah. But I'm talking about like when we have like a thousand pieces. Yeah. Five thousand pieces, like yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I have an idea because, of course, like I've worked retail before, so like mm-hmm. I kind of understand like the whole inventory system, and, yeah. and everything like that. So like, not for sure. Yeah. For sure. How do you feel about our inventory system? I think our inventory, it's good for what it is, but it could be a lot better. Like, like for example, if something has 
sold i never want that feeling of like oh did this already sell yeah that's literally like the worst feeling because it's like you've made a sale you've made money and it's like you're gonna have to either refund the the customer or provide them with something that they want still and obviously a discount for the inconvenience you know what i mean so it's like and it's just so much extra work so like i feel like we just need something that's a little bit more concrete and a little bit better of a system what that is i'm not 100 percent sure yet but i feel like we need to like create something because we're only getting bigger we're only selling more so it's like we kind of got to get in that process of figuring it out now Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I have, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know how we would like to make it efficient and still functional. Yeah, if you guys have any tips on how to better handle an inventory for a small business like that sells one of one items, yeah. let us know because we're definitely mm-hmm. up for suggestions. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 most definitely, most definitely. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one thing that like we can work on and stuff. And the thing that people need to also understand when it comes to inventory, if you don't know what you have, you don't really know how much money you could potentially make. Yeah. You know, then it's like, okay, how, how do you know if you have enough code to even pay those bills for the month? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. like, with us, we know we have, because we have the picture inventory. Yeah. Like, you know, so it gives us, like, a kind of a general idea. And we have a cost uh, value amount. Of, yeah. Because like, we pay for everything by pound, exactly. by weight. So, we know. We, I, we can generally, like, itemize how much it costs per item. But we need something a little bit more, not necessarily in terms of the cost mm-hmm. and the value, because we have that down, mm-hmm. but just, like, logistically making it easier in terms of like the online and the events and what we actually You know what make it so much easier to be honest with you? If we only sold through one app. Yeah. Oh, if we only sold through one app, it'd be super easy. But the fact that we sold through like eight, nine apps, it's like, it's it's a lot. Yeah. So that's, and that's what's crazy too. It's not like we're doing inventory for one place. Now we're doing inventory for nine other places. You know what I mean? But again, this, is part of running a business. It's mm-hmm. like trying to figure out that new problem. And to be honest, it's not really a problem, but it's just like, how can we have the inventory just like down packed and efficient as possible, you know? Yeah. Just be like, okay, bam, here it is, go. And I'm not, not what it is, though, to be honest with you, it's just space. Yeah. But when I really think about it, it's, it's just space. Because if we had Because if we had the space to nicely lay it out properly, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be an issue. No, no. You know what I mean? We could have everything just stacked, hangers, folded, whatever, and just like, it'd be so much easier, but because it's so condensed, it's hard for us to kind of go through it. But like, honestly, you guys don't need to know about that. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we'll, we'll definitely figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, is there any last words before we, like, we head on out of here? Um, I'm, a, I'm a woman of little words. Okay. I've said my piece. Okay, sounds good. Um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Business is Pleasure. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Hit us in the comments. Hit us up on Instagram, wherever. Like, you know, we're all around, guys. So thank you guys so much for joining us again, and peace.